0: I think in this country we become excessively punitive and vindictive around
1: statements that people find offensive. That should not be necessarily a fireable offense, particularly if you're in an entertainment industry, which is something of a gray area um, of this kind of expression. This is at least where I came down. And because I was personally uh, called out uh, as one of the the, um, uh, people that he called
0: these epithets, I said, look, I should express my point of view Um, I thought it could be a teaching moment and
1: be positive uh, if we can make it that. Welcome to Mindwave. Jenner here. We are continuing our Humanity First series and welcoming back Boyce Littlefield from the Mindful Skeptics podcast. Boyce, thanks for coming and uh, hanging out with me.
0: Always, brother. My pleasure.
1: Yeah, so it's all about Yang today. So we're just gonna we're just gonna go into it and explore. <laughs> That's right. So um for people who haven't heard that episode yet, go back listen to that crossover, the Mindful Skeptics Crossover. Super awesome episode. Um, but yeah, like what uh, what are you working on right now for uh for the Yang campaign? What kind of stuff are you doing with your channel and with your podcast and just gonna give us updates where are you at?
0: Well, my podcast is going to get put on the back burner slightly because my podcast was originally made to discuss politics and religion, me being an outward atheist, but um, the demand for Andrew Yang content is is overwhelming, so I'm trying to prioritize and kind of go there. So my podcast might be not every week like it used to be, it might be like once or twice a month, because um, mm-hmm. I'm really focused on my YouTube channel, and I have a... Daily, I'm doing a thing called 100 policies in 100 days where I read, and I'm going to read more than 100. He has 150-something policies, but I'm going to read every single policy out loud and wow. then kind of review it and go to the comment section to talk about it with others that have a, like, I got something wrong. You know, if I'm wrong, I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: me and Josh were gonna do that at some point. We were just gonna like list all of the policies, and then like if there was one that stood out, we'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea, and here's why." But then we're like, "Oh bro, that's gonna take like two hours." <laughs> there were so many. This was pretty. This was actually a little earlier on. I think he was like just hitting a hundred, and now it's like it's, it's so many policies, but they're all fucking amazing and brilliant. And uh, I I'd like to touch on that at some point too.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's yeah, a just challenge. to read them out loud, <laughs> just to read all of them out loud is going to take you ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, hundred fifty something.
1: It's a big project, <laughs> big project. But it's it's good to get the other policies out there, and that's why I'm trying to include um in this. I'm I'm taking the opportunity with this Humanity First series to like ask people about what their other favorite policies are. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- what are the ones that uh, stick out for you? Since you're actually covering them, doing the hundred. 100- the whole shebang, what are some of the standouts for you?
0: Well, you know, I always tell, I always approach that same question on my channel is besides the freedom dividend, bef- besides Medicare for all, which are the obvious life changing things. Yeah. Um. But to me, the democracy dollars is the most important one um, because Absolutely. it um, will restore the Republic, if you will, to be more about, the people we repre- the people we elect will represent us as the shareholders of their campaign. You're in my district. You're representing us. We gave you a hundred dollars. Yeah. Collectively, ten thousand people gave you a million dollars. You know, you gotta you gotta show up for our stock our meetings too. Now, like a like a shareholders meeting. You know, like we we had a little more voice, a little more skin in the game, and be beholden oh, absolutely. To us. We're the lobbyists for us.
1: It's a great way to think about it because, I mean, right now they work for us. It's our tax dollars, but we don't get a say other than at the ballot box. And, you know, the electoral process is a whole other thing that we won't go into, but... You know, yeah, it's not really a representative democracy if dark money can just wash out, you know, grassroots. That's why people aren't taking Andrew's campaign seriously because they're like, "Oh no, nobody who isn't a corporate shill can ever be president." This is how it works on Capitol Hill, you know. We're we're all bought and paid for by Wall Street and shit. It's just like nobody, you silly rabbit, you know. (laughs) Like that's and that's how they're treated. everybody's treating them like that. I'm like, no. Like, repre- we need to bring back representative democracy and engagement in the political process for everybody. You know, we all have a say. We need to all think about it more like that. Like, no, they work for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not their constituents. They work for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, they should be an ex- extension of our priorities, of our morals, of our uh, uh, desires and, and, and vision for the future. They should be an extension of us. As a, as a whole, you know, um, but my other ones, I would say my, there's, that's the one I think is most uh, changing of the politics, but the other ones has got to be the term limits for the Supreme court and the Congress 12 year. Con- oh, that's I'm reading. That's yes. my next two. I'm covering is the 12 year congressional term limits and the 18 year term limit on Supreme court justices. That way we don't have career politicians And those two also address that you can't become a lobbyist before or after. You cannot be part of that uh, revolving door back and forth. Oh, you you got me in or they voted me out. Now I'm going to pay your way and give me your job and I'll give you my job. Literally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. the industries that they regulate, mm-hmm. you know, they if they if they give them a sweet deal, then they give them a nice cushy job. Yeah. And it, this is such common sense shit, you'd think that this was already the like, of course, that's how it's supposed to work. Wait, it doesn't work like that, like, yeah, because it th- these things are so fucking common sense, like putting it putting somebody in the Supreme Court for fucking life. What what sense does that make? How. Oh, I'm going to look up longest sitting senator right now. It's like 30 years or something. Ridiculous. Senator, Yeah. Oh, Congress person.
0: Congress is, uh, gosh, what's that guy's name? I think it's the guy that's sitting right now, uh, is the head of the judiciary, judiciary committee. Oh man. He was the one that was like on walked on Selma and stuff was, was arrested with Bernie Sanders. Literally. Oh man. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. you um, have been there for quite some time.
1: Yeah, that's nuts, man. I mean, you see people that have just been there for fucking ever and they don't understand like the current, you know, the current political climate. They're going off of like old ideas that don't really make sense in within modern context, let alone the technology. Mm-hmm. I mean just in, in terms of how politics has shifted, how political discourse has shifted, how the how the parties have shifted. You know, that's we're gonna go into this in the outrage machine series, but the Republican Party has almost completely abandoned traditionally conservative values. And you see, you know, elements of this happening in the Democratic Party as well, where Democrats and people on on what's called the left now in general are abandoning what are traditionally liberal values. So it's if you're not taking into any of that into account, just like the whole general shift and you're like caught in these backwards thinking, you know, ways that just are that those times are gone. You know, like the, those rules don't work anymore. And this is like when people bring up the electability argument, I'm like, that is dead. That is not a thing anymore. We have proof of it sitting in the fucking White House. Yeah. Stop that shit. Well, he's
0: not just it's not about electability. It's like he is not reelectable either. <laughs> but yet there he is. And he has a hundred million dollars yeah. to play with when it's all said and done here in, in 2020.
1: Uh yeah. I I'm very ready for this to be over. <laughs> I'm just ready for it to be over. W- whatever come what may. I mean, fuck it. Let's just let's just end it. I'm going to say something controversial. If Yang does not win the <laughs> Okay. If Yang does not win the, the Democratic nomination and assuming if Trump does not get impeached and runs again for re-election, I'm going to vote for fucking Trump. Because you know what? If the country can't fucking wake up, if it has to get worse before it gets better, fuck it. <laughs> I'm probably not being serious, but that's the level to where like, no, this needs to happen.
0: Well, it needs to happen. Well that's what happened in twenty sixteen. People said fuck it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hillary? It's protest vote yeah, time. Hillary? You know, and I'm I'm starting to feel that. Yeah. God, there's whispers that she's gonna jump into the race and I'm like, no. I I, doubt, I think that's just another correction oh
0: technique by by
1: I hope uh, so. Others
0: that don't want to see us do well are just, just trying to distract us from the fact that there's a major impeachment meeting going on as we speak right yeah. now. They're 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 getting together as we speak. There's something coming oh, up. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. We've we've decided um not to cover not to cover the goings on because it, the news is moving a million miles an hour and something could be totally different. 15 minutes later, we're not going to get caught in one of these like Jussie Smollett situations yeah. where we got to backtrack. So we're, we're just going to wait for the dust to settle a little bit before we start talking about it. But yeah, some, there's some interesting shit happening there. Yeah. Well, and also, oh, let's not forget,
0: <laughs> Andrew, we are an extension of Andrew Yang's philosophies too, as, as content creators, I believe as, as, you know, OG Yang gangers, man, we're, we were there from day, well, I can't say we as a whole, but a lot of us have been around for a while and been there since day one and really encompassed the idea of I'm here to also represent his ideology and his passion and his humanism. And his philosophy is that the more we talk about Trump, the more he wins. Just don't talk. So I'm trying my best not to, make no more, any more of my stupid Trump tweet videos. I've had to stop. I'm like, okay, he's given us so much content and I can't, I just want to try and not do that and, and help him rile up. his yeah. more. It,
1: he gets all the airtime on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, this guy has more airtime. We don't need another hot take on the crazy shit. I mentioned okay. the, the Taliban slumber party thing because it was too crazy. Um, but it was just kind of like in passing, as like a holy fuck, this is real. Uh, we did we haven't talked about impeachment or anything because at the beginning of the show we're like our two things were like we're not going to run ads, fuck ads, and we're not going to talk about Trump because that asshole gets enough fucking oxygen. We don't need to yeah. add any more. Uh, but at sometimes I mean, I I've said this before on the show too. He's just such a fixture of reality now. It's mm-hmm. some things are impossible not to. But yeah, we're.
0: Fuck, man. Yes, it's you not know, like <laughs> we we
1: have better shit to talk yeah, about. Than it's like not talking about lunatic. a.
0: It's like not talking about a lady with high heel stilettos standing on your balls. Like, <laughs> um, like, uh, this is here, but let's not talk about it. It's but it's painful, right? I'm gonna grit through it, but this is very painful and awkward.
1: <laughs> or like there's a fucking asteroid coming. Yeah. Over and she's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I'm I like, want a cheesecake. Ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but there right? there, there are a lot of policies that doesn't get enough coverage. So I'm like I said, I'm about thirty policies in. I got another sixty something to go. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna wait the time out. The NCAA should pay athletes is probably something I'm gonna cover soon because California has a new law empowering MMA fighters. Yep. I'm gonna cover when there's a major UFC event coming up. You know, I'm gonna time my shit to fit. Yeah. But there's so many good ones like data as a property right. Absolutely. Filing income taxes should be easy.
1: If, if I can... They, should, they could do it for you. Yeah. Well, all I'm doing <laughs> you know is taking I mean? a picture. They, they know the numbers. I literally took a picture yeah, of my w They W-2. know the fucking numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... it's stupid i mean your employer reports the numbers to the federal government yeah. so that there's there should be that like they already the irs already knows what the fucking numbers are the fact that they make you yeah. fill them in or scan it or anything that idea is just stupid on its face well, it's like check it no use use shit to like you know, I'll trust an algorithm to do that. Fuck it. You know, mm-hmm. like just fact check it, makes sure, you, or have you look over it to make sure all your shit's right. Should be able to fill it out for you. Well, yeah, it's great. For and here's my do. thing too: the voter registration yeah. thing, the, mm-hmm. the voting by your phone. It's fucking like oh yeah. that shit.
0: But here's another thing about taxes. Let's think about why it's there. The IRS is not a voted on thing. It's a private industry, and that's been lobbied into our laws. You can go to prison if you don't play these rules according to this private entities playbook and they want you to pay their CPAs who pay for them to lobby, you know, like it's this big circle jerk and they're, and they're just splooging right on our faces by taking (laughs) our money and telling us, "Oh, thank you, daddy. You know, it's crazy how, how this whole thing is just so manipulated and so outdated. Um, This constitution is a living, breathing document, and I can't remember when the last time we had an amendment, but it's been a while. Uh, I think we need an update on some of these things, and this is what we're going to be looking at. If we have someone like Yang in there, he's going to look at the whole thing and be like, Okay, let's really think about these. Which ones do we want to attack and have an amendment so it cannot be overrun by the next or overturned by the next president like Trump did with? Uh, everything Obama ever did. He tried to wipe him off the face of the history books. Right. Yeah. So c- citizens United would be a nice place to start.
1: <laughs> oh man. There's so many, there's so many to tackle. Yeah. Um, and he has so many good ideas for this. Like Alex mentioned uh, on the last one of sunsetting old laws. Mm-hmm. Like if, if the law is that important, you're going to vote to repass it, yeah. you know, and it gets them, on their fucking heels because if i don't know if you have you ever like looked and seen like what what their schedules are like the people who work in congress and like even trump himself
0: oh they don't do shit half the time they're not even there to they go.
1: don't do shit bro their their schedules are public i'm actually going to read this let's look at what trump's schedule was for today it was actually pretty busy sometimes it's like the president will go to lunch at noon with the leader of something. Okay, let's not and talk about uh, Trump. Let's pick a different one. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, Oh, man. I don't, I don't know if I have. I think it's just Congress and Senate is the one that in the emails that comes in that lets me know what they're all doing. Oh, it's an email. I thought it was there. like a
0: website you can go look. I'd love to just play around there playground.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would be good to kind of find that shit out and get people more, uh, yep. You know what I mean? Like more, uh, hold them accountable. It, it's, yeah, oh, you were late because all the shit's, you know, asshole. And <laughs> they need to, they need all these, uh, you know, meetings and stuff that all needs to be televised or YouTube and fucking shit. Like that shit should be everywhere and people should care about what goes on behind those closed doors because there's a fucking lot of it. Okay. Yeah. Try, looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, the president has a busy day of fundraising and uh, <laughs> uh but yeah no the uh, house is in they're voting on a resolution to call for the release of the whistleblower complaint from the intelligence community. They're uh, also voting on a bill to ban the separation of children from families in migrant detention facilities. Is 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 the ha- uh, isn't that already sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk and hasn't it been for like a yeah. while? I don't get yep. it. Uh, and, oh, voting on a bill to allow legal marijuana businesses to access banks. It, it, they're actually being productive. What's the Senate doing? Oh, that's uh, an adult, voting... adult daycare.
0: Let's be real. That's just an adult daycare. <laughs> they
1: voted on a uh, resolution to terminate the national emergency declared with respect to the crisis at the southern border. I'm surprised McConnell let and that won't get go to a vote. Uh, and they're voting well, on vote, motions they to go they to... Oh, yeah. No, it's it's true. I mean, he's McConnell's called it a, a legislative graveyard. You know, he's he's proud of the fact that that's where bills go to die.
0: Yeah. I'm the Grim Reaper. Uh, and
1: they're also yeah. Uh, so fucking he needs to go and they're voting on motions to go to conference on the fiscal year 2020 defense authorization bills. So, yeah. War and. um. One Another opportunity to uh, praise Emperor Trump,
0: Yes. So. Take your
1: seat. Yeah, it's, the they're, they they take a surprising amount of uh, executive time. They, that goes for all of them. And you know, I'm like, shit, I wish I could just roll into work at 11 a.m. Well, and that's... go on a conference call and go to lunch and then go back to... Well, <laughs> that's
0: what, um, when I interviewed, uh... oh, hell. The, the senator from West Virginia, I'll, I just lost his... Richard Ojeda, gee whiz, that was, that was a crazy one. When I interviewed him, he told me, as oh. soon as I got in office, the DNC's calling me saying, you gotta be on this phone for six to eight hours a day asking for your contributors to help you get in to pay more money towards the DNC. Your fund, your job now is to fundraise for the DNC. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's fucking Yeah, and he's insane. like, uh-uh. Calling I'm donors here. and shit. Yeah, he
0: goes, I came here to represent my people. And I was like, no, you owe us Six to eight hours of uh, uh, donor uh, banking. You know, thanks for getting me in, but now that I'm in, can you give us more money? And I'm gonna give it to someone else. You know, like your pimp. It's a pimp and hoe service. (laughs) You know, the pimps are DNC, and the hoes are the people we put in office. And we're the Johns.
1: Interesting analogy. Yeah, I kind of. That's how they look at us. We're just a
0: bunch of Johns walk around a little bit of change, and they're gonna shake us down. Give it up smooth, you know? Mm. <laughs> you don't want no problems. I will terminate your funding to your school. Uh-oh.
1: Okay, there we go. <laughs> so I lost audio for a second. I bumped the uh, thingy there. Yeah. So did you want to talk about uh, the smear pieces on Yang? Oh, that I'm covering it, this... here?
0: Jezebel.com?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was insane. That seems like
0: a ghostwriter or something. Like it's literally someone that hates his actual every loving breath that he takes. They hate him that much that they're going to. And this this the um, author of this title was uh, something Yang or Wang. I'm sorry. Uh, Shoot, I can't remember her name now. And she sucks. So I don't really care what her name is. But and she's on there. Yeah,
1: she was like hating on him yeah. as an Asian, like you give Asians a bad name. Not just man. Asian,
0: an <laughs> Eastern Asian, being very specific, very nationalist mm-hmm. of her being an American citizen, being a nationalist about being East Asian. Um, screw all those Western and Central Asians. They suck, you know, like, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that this shit reads like satire, but you can tell like that. She's being, she was being serious. Like she was being, and this is, oh man. No, we're, we're, yeah, we're talking about the, the fucking smear piece and and basically, you know, saying that he was, he was dog whistling to Nazis and white supremacists and just, yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? And it, it's so slimy Mm -hmm. and, and nasty and dishonest i think it's intentionally it's dishonest.
0: absolutely intentionally dishonest
1: it it feels like it anyway they they might think they're being you know totally moral or whatever to to call for this but like i, I mean look he acted with grace and humility he acted like he acted presidential mm-hmm. you know like true liberal values, you know, like freedom of speech. No, you know, he made a fucked up joke about me. And I said, no, I don't think firing him is right. Right. And that's the thing. I, I just being a shitty comedian. I
0: feel like she was writing this piece because she was mad that he didn't agree with her on cancel culture in him. He still got fired, which I think is still the right thing to do. You know, he has no place to be on Saturday Night Live talking crazy shit like that. Like, I don't think he belongs there. But I don't own Saturday Night Live. That's their business decision. Culturally, we like we don't agree with people about politics. We still got to talk to them, though. And Andrew Yang said, hey, I don't think he should be fired. I think he's a young comedian who's really trying to find his voice. And he kind of just said some stupid shit about me specifically. I'd like to talk to him about it and see if we can't come to an understanding and see how that's hurtful or how this affects people face-to-face and not through Twitter. You know,
1: Right. And that is the most rational, yeah. like true leadership, true just like the guy's character is flawless. And you see people attacking him here, yeah. th- equating him to literal white supremacists and saying, no, that's why he's doing it. He just he wants more of those more of those Nazis from the Trump base. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And I, I tried defending Yang the other day and they were, they were basically saying I was a white supremacist for doing it. I'm some alt right neo-Nazi fuck. And I'm like, wow, uh, this is, this is bizarre.
0: Who is you arguing with about that? I mean, that just seems like an odd stretch. I'm voting for a minority who's running for president and just wants to help people. And won't take corporate donor money, which our system has been shown to be habitually and systemically racially motivated to keep people out of the good old boys club. And I said, good old boys, not girls. They don't want women in charge. They don't want minorities in charge. They want to silence their voices, distract us with dumbass pieces and keep us not paying attention to to who's at the wheel. A psychopath, uh, a trust fund baby. That never got potty trained with his mouth he's just a human yeah, diaper he's yeah. a diaper on his muzzle <laughs> good gravy i'm gonna take a deep breath <laughs> that yeah, piece got me no, fired this... up
1: oh man yeah i was like this whole cancel culture bullshit. it's like okay save the fake fucking outrage okay these these people who organize largely on social media into these little echo chambers of ideology where, you know, if you don't agree with them, if you don't grab a pitchfork, you are literally Hitler to a lot mm-hmm. of these people that like there's just like um and this this um this came up again when he's talking about when he talks about men, when he talks about en- men's issues yeah. like this mm-hmm. impulse on parts of the left for to say that men, uh, particularly quote, cisgender straight white men, oh, they're all fine. Cause they're not, you know, quote marginalized and they're, p- privilege means that they don't really know struggle they don't suffer it's fucking dehumanizing and it's bullshit and you know like when yang points this out they're like oh he's some men rights activist piece of shit i'm like no he's he's a rational fucking human being with the heart and it's important to recognize it you know and he's not shitting on women in the same sentence in the same breath he's saying you know women are more adaptable they're more dynamic men aren't you know but look at the numbers by the math you know we're prone to self-destructive behavior at the very least like non-productive behavior he's being like very real about that shit and it's the the fact that he can't even point something like that out with people being like oh you hate women misogynist white tread, nazi pieces it's just like what the fuck has happened to discourse what has happened what? <laughs> it's nuts what? man It's nuts. It's like they're digging up old tweets and old pictures and, you know, like trying to string you up from a tree for bad jokes and Halloween costumes. It's fucking insane. I'm not defending any specific cases, but I'm saying this phenomenon is fucking nuts. Well, to
0: me, like, uh, here's a moment of truth, and it might be controversial as well for me personally, but I used to do stand-up comedy, and I used to mock gay people on the regular because I had no understanding, no real frame of reference, no personal relationships that I I could learn from to see how just disrespectful and hurtful that could be. You know, this is like 20 years no, ago. But
1: that, no, that's, that shit's funny. Doing the voice and shit, that's funny. And that's me as a gay man saying it. I love it. When <laughs> when straight comedians do no, that shit. no, I'm shit. saying, let's say. You know, because I, I remember what comedy yeah, was but like. I'm
0: just saying, like, let's say I made that joke 20 years ago. I run for uh, the oh, mayor of normal. whatever, the governor of Michigan in 2020. 2022, I'm going to run for the governor. I don't like what she's doing, yada, yada. I'm going to run against her. And then someone's going to go on YouTube and find this old video of me doing stand up comedy at the Funny Bone in South Bend. I invite you to go check it out. It's probably not there, but that's what happened. It's the truth. <laughs> I did a 15-minute set, and some of my jokes were making fun of overweight cheerleaders and uh, uh, trailer park trash and making fun of poor people because I was making fun of myself. I, that's the context of comedy. I was making fun of myself, and yet now that seems mm. like in today's culture, now I'm, I'm fat-shaming, uh, I'm making fun of poor people, and I'm making fun of uh, the gay, uh, uh, LGBTQ community as a whole, uh, you know, so they were jokes about me in context. I was making fun of my life, but now if I ran for president, I will catch a hailstorm of shit sandwiches. And that's the context of comedy, which I give a little more, uh, wiggle room. Cause that's what comedy is, is challenging things and making you think,
1: but right. Well, it's what it's supposed to be, but they, now they're dragging people through the mud for, and it's like this is what comedy has always been. Yeah. That's what comedy has always been. Imagine what Carlin would be saying if he was around today. Oh my God, he would be ripping these people a new asshole for ruining yeah. comedy. Well,
0: and, and also there's there's that delicate gray area of like, okay, are you telling this joke to make fun of a somebody? You know what I mean? Like of a whole. If you're telling a joke about transgender, whatever, you know. Um, are you doing that to actually make fun of the people? Oh yeah, you can't Are you trying that. to make yeah. light of the situation or bring about a little punchline? You know, is it the joke about the people or is it just about the situation? You know, um
1: right like you can't criticize caitlin jenner otherwise you hate all trans yeah, yeah, I, people yeah, you know really. what i mean and she's a dumpster yeah. fire okay like fuck caitlin jenner but to a lot of people it's like no she's a hero i'm like no she's a piece of shit a, trashy a, no this is, why do it's you look up horse. why yeah <laughs> yeah uh, south park has the best depiction oh, of her i think out there <laughs> <laughs> buckle up, buckle up. <laughs> oh shit how did we, how did we get yeah, here uh, uh yeah. cancel culture I, I this yeah this this shit is this is a lot of the outrage machine stuff is going to be like this but i really need to like formulate my ideas on a lot of these things and articulate them really well because it is controversial mm-hmm. shit and i know it's going to piss people off Um, so I'm also actually thinking of just making it its own show to be like, Hey, if you want to go participate in this, go over there to that, put it behind some kind of wall where people have to like opt into it. Cause yeah, man, it's, I don't give a fuck about what I say. And if somebody wants to drag me through the mud for whatever, I don't fucking care. I've had people, I've had a guy in this town, in the town that I live in. Call me out into this street to tell me to meet him in front of a bar to kick my ass because I gave him facts about corn syrup that you can read on <laughs> Wikipedia. Oh, I shit. No you in Arizona, not. huh? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I've had people try to get me fired from my job for being a science advocate online. I've just started to get little mm-hmm. bits of that. So if, you know, if there's going to be hate, bring the fucking hate. Well, I don't that, care. well, I well don't that's really why I tell
0: people, hey, care. sue me. Good luck. You're going to waste a lot of money trying to come after what I don't have. You know, and steal my identity, please. Yeah. You this, know, <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> go right ahead. This goes back to the, the uh, honesty as a weapon thing. Uh, it, it it does sound like an attack, a personal attack to a lot of people's ears when, when you talk about, you know, quote, politically incorrect stuff you're not supposed mm-hmm. to, you know we've just provided an excellent example of the types of things that fit that description. But yeah, people take it as a personal attack and I'm like, I'm not attacking you. I'm attacking ideas. And and there's a time and a place.
0: If you go to a comedy club, sit down, drink your beer, tip, tip, tip your waiter or waitress and shut the hell up. Laugh when it's funny. If you don't think it's funny, leave. Just Leave. Go back. It's simple. If you don't like the station, turn the channel There's a George Carlin reference for you. Yeah. Um it's 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 a it's a it's a continuation of censorship is what it comes down to, which I'm anti-censorship. I don't censor myself. I think it's a form of control with like you're submitting to someone else's ideas. Fuck that.
1: Right. And this is this is something that is is increasing and is getting scary on the far, 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 far Mm -hmm. left. Okay, people on the left do not scream at me because this shit is happening. They are trying to shut down controversial opinions, deplatform people. They've even even justifiable violence against people for the ideas that they hold or the words that they say. And I'm like, how the fuck are you calling yourself a liberal? <laughs> like, that is n- that is not liberal values. The whole punch a Nazi thing, that is not a liberal value. I'm sorry, Nazis are shitheads, but the second that you say it's okay to use violence against them for the things that they think and the things that they say and the things that it, they believe you are no longer a liberal. You are no longer on the left. You are in fucking crazy town. Okay. You're a fascist. Yeah. That's what that and is.
0: to me, like, uh, I'm a big constitutionalist. Like if it's in the constitution, it's a living, breathing document. And this is what we all agree to these standards. Um, freedom of speech is there for a reason. It's the first one for a reason it is the most important thing is to speak out and bring, uh, you know, bring power to their knees with the truth to say, we see you and now we're going to do something about it. You know, yeah. if we, if-
1: free speech is, is fundamental. And my views, my views on this are actually pretty nuanced because I'm all about like, yeah, freedom of speech. If the government tries to tell me what I can and can't say, Oh yeah. fuck that. Shit. Even if I don't like it. But if, if some, yeah, if some, You know, uh, should I ever get married if some bakery wants to refuse to sell me a cake and calls me a faggot? uh, uh, Do I want them shut down? No. Am I going to blast them on social media? Yeah, yeah. probably. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like you can't it's uh oh and i just said a bad word on the show <laughs> oh man oh well i i am one it's fine it's <laughs> it it's not but that's what i'm saying i was on that side of the argument like they are absolutely free to refuse service like they, having the government step in at that point and tell tell people like that's your it's a slippery slope fallacy i i am admitting but yeah once if you're trying to say, oh, the government should regulate what's allowed here and there, it's like I'm I'm much more of a, a classic conservative in that regard. And, you know, but same shit with like, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter. If they don't, it's worse on Twitter because they're, they're leaving up a lot of bad shit and taking down a lot of, you know, legitimately yeah. good shit um, from what I've seen. Like, but, I don't
0: think Alex Jones, um, you know, Facebook, yeah, I, don't I don't think don't Alex care.
1: Jones should be silenced. You know,
0: he is an absolute utter mess, and he is a disgrace as a human being. But he still has human rights to speak his voice. He has constitutional rights to freedom of speech. Now, the slippery part of this is: this is a private platform, and they don't have.
1: Yeah, and they they can tell yes. you to get the fuck out. You know, you can't you can't whip your w- dick out in McDonald's and yeah. get mad when right. they kick you out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. So I'm I'm okay with Alex Jones getting banned. He's yeah. fucking toxic. He's toxic and he's he's contributing to you know, it, the conspiracy yeah. theories and the, the like. all that crazy shit is actually well, putting people's lives at risk. It legitimately yeah. is. So I, I'm okay with him being taken down. I was not butthurt about that. And I didn't think that it was a violation oh. of freedom of speech. He's free to say whatever the fuck he wants on the street corner with a cardboard sign and right. a tinfoil hat. Shit <laughs> of the mind. Like everybody else, who thinks all that crazy shit. If YouTube says I don't want you, get the fuck out of YouTube. They decide. I'm, so, I'm so I don't know. Is, I, I <laughs> I don't, have, like I said, it's, it's this
0: privacy, <laughs> of the the um, the right as a private entity to say no, that's not okay on our platform, and you're out. That's simple. The problem is, is Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, which are which is owned by Facebook, also is Twitter or Instagram. So they're operating like a, like a news network, but they're manipulating everybody like a private industry. So that's something we need to address. I think that's why Elizabeth Warren's getting so much um, support too, for her idea of breaking them apart and putting them together the way we want them kind of thing, which I think is un-American as a, as a country based on capitalism. Yeah. And it
1: doesn't like personally, Think of what the implications would be for that. Let's say they split Facebook up into 15 different yeah. fucking apps. Like the one thing about Facebook is that mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. on it. <laughs> That's the good thing about it. This is not, you know, there's not a really a monopoly situation to worry about here. And it's just kind of, I, like, Google's a little more, you know, uh, technical when you get into the arguments there, but like for fucking Facebook, it's like, how, how are you going to break that up? <laughs> Like well, it's it's you just should just well, get rid of thing. it in that case and let something else emerge as it, whatever hap- it's whatever the one thing is, is gonna be the one thing. YouTube is the one thing. Vimeo is mm-hmm. never gonna take over YouTube, it's never gonna happen. Uh but you know, having it competition in well, the market's the fucking. I'm more great libertarian in that where
0: I'm like, my approach is the government has no business in this. They have no business in yeah. the market.
1: No, absolutely.
0: They have no business saying you're too big. Now, I understand monopolies. That's not okay. But the open market on the internet is as open as it gets. And Facebook is Facebook because they outcompeted all their rivals. I don't like how they did it. Yeah. They're buying up their rifle, rivals now. So it's getting a little closer to a monopoly. But they're going to be smart. Zuckerberg's not an idiot. He's going to keep Instagram, Instagram, and Facebook's going to be Facebook. And they have Twitter. There's competition end of story. But if you broke up Facebook into 10 entities and Instagram into one of their smaller, you know, like they, they break them all down. There's going to, re- one of those will rise to the top. Also, you're still gonna get a Facebook with a new name. You know, it's just that simple. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. Cause people are just going to stop using it or they're all going to float gravitate to one. It's just like, yeah. that's how social networks fucking work. Yeah. You want the the largest network possible. Um, so I don't, I don't see that as a problem again, if, when it gets into Google and stuff, it gets mm-hmm. a little murky, uh, from an ethical, ethical standpoint, but, uh, you know,
0: I'm Well, that's with, the problem I have with, with Elizabeth Warren's stance <laughs> on break up the big tech companies because they can't control it. Even if you break them up, guess what? We can all decide as people say, so, you know what? Let's all communicate on Twitter. Hey, they put, they made, um, let's say whatever tech company you want to think of, uh, whatever i don't even know i'm not into that but the biggest tech company for this environment this uh, demographic we're gonna break them apart and then we all decide they make them form five. Oh yeah we all want to do this one again it's going to become what it was you can't do it you cannot control the free market
1: yeah it stifle it mm-hmm. it stifles Absolutely. innovation too i mean um Oh yeah. That's something you want to talk oh, about, yeah. you can
0: talk about Bernie and um, talk about humanitarianism and or uh, humanity first type of thing. You know, if you want to go in that direction.
1: Oh, what what's yeah. happening there is really cool. Okay, so if you guys aren't aware, Bernie, well, of course you're aware. He's yeah, Bernie's in the hospital, and you, you see this outpouring of love from the Yang Gang. How can we show our support? You know how how can we show Bernie that you know we want him to get better soon? And it's legitimate. It's not. Like that's what Yang Gang love is. And that's so it's such a beautiful fucking thing. And you see and, and this is Andrew Andrew's effect because when somebody has uh dropped out of the race or they didn't make it or even when they did it was like, Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you at the debates or whatever, or like you ran a great campaign. He's just like he's such a good fucking sport about everything. I I le- I legitimately think it would be impossible to piss that um, man off.
0: <laughs> no, he's
1: a human, but uh, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But he's just, he's, he's got a handle on his shit, man. And, uh, just,
0: he has good coping mechanisms. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Clearly much, much better than mine. Well, and that's uh, why I went on our little, um,
0: our group chat. We have with all the YouTube co- uh, creators to say, Hey guys, I just made this video. I think we should all do one of these videos right now saying, Hey, this is not time for the vultures to circle.
1: It's yes, time to be
0: human beings exactly. say, Hey, I'm sorry to hear about your candidate fall ill we hope him the best of luck he's a pioneer let's be true this is the truth he is a pioneer there wouldn't be an andrew yang if there wasn't a bernie sanders um to to create this avenue of a trailblazer of the counter to the corporate media and i mean the corporate candidates you know and and to give thanks to him and say we you know we, we, we welcome his presence we don't hope he dies Oh, thanks. A vulture would say, man, I'm glad he, that's another chink in his armor. We can attack him for his health, you know, or his age, you know, that kind of culture of attacking,
1: you know, right. And I've even, you know, even on this show, we've talked about how they are all ancient, all the front runners, including the Oval Office occupant, Mm -hmm. they're all just ancient and they need to go away. (laughs) But, um, of course, we would never, you know. Like I would never wish. I'm not happy about Bernie being in the nah, hospital. No, man, that's horrible. Good Dude, I'm you know, and trying that's to help any, people. The, 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 you know any now. rational human thing that yeah. anyone would do, but the just watching the outpouring of love from the Yang Gang is yeah. is is really sweet. So all the Yang, Yang really Gangers, listen, sweet,
0: man. Big ups. Keep it classy. Humanism first, man. Let's let's not just say it, you know. Do it. Live it. Yeah. Big time.
1: You got to live it. It's a whole. It's a whole ethos. It changes your way. Yeah, it's, it's
0: it's it's mindfulness
1: of being in the world. It's yeah. it's oh absolutely. It's,
0: um, humanitarianism. It's it's secular. Also, as an atheist, I don't care yeah. if what his religion is. It doesn't matter. He's a human being that is suffering, and we should look to end suffering for everybody, even the turd in the office. And my form of his suffering ending is him just to go away. Uh, yeah. That's the only difference. I can't be quite as human humane to him. It's easy to demonize and dehumanize Donald Trump because he's so inhumane to others. you know it's this weird little reflex we have as humans to want to attack someone that's attacking us type of thing. Right. And it's hard to to keep that in balance for myself. Like I thought about that today. I was like, what if Donald Trump literally seized up and died behind the podium bitching about the media or something? you're fake news and ugh, down he goes would i smile yes i would would i feel bad about smiling later maybe but i shouldn't cuz someone died that's someone's dad even though he's an asshole that's someone's that's someone's idol you know his children are going to lose their dad their his wife will be freed from uh, of bondage oh man she's contractually obligated i I guarantee that oh probably in an nda like you wouldn't believe (sighs) oh my god divorcing trump yeah i mean litigation nightmare i'm sure
1: I mean, the level to which I want Donald Trump to suffer—the thing—and and I think this is actually one of one of the worst ways he could suffer. I want him to suffer from irrelevance.
0: Oh, baby, that sounds outstanding.
1: I want, that's how I want him to suffer. I want everybody to stop giving a fuck what comes out of his mouth and just for him to be alone. See, so you just that, and that and that's actually more cruel than wishing he had had a heart attack or something. But if you if you really get down to it, but yeah, that's that's the I don't. I think he's completely unfit. I don't... I don't... I'm apprehensive about even using the word hate. I'm like, I don't fucking know the guy. I know he's an absolute dumpster fire of a president, Mm -hmm. a slime ball, and a piece of shit. But, you know, I don't hate him. I just don't want him in office. Yeah, just go
0: back to being whoever you were.
1: Yeah, go back to fucking Mar-a-Lago. I don't... (laughs) we don't need you then let him go pray for a
0: hurricane to hit that song a bit <laughs> oh jeez. oh i'll stop he's got he see he got back in my yeah. head again old bastard
1: yeah yeah that's and where I, we have the distraction bell. there's a
0: lady standing on my nuts with high heels see i can't ignore it for so long it hurts
1: Impossible. boss he's, he's the fucking he's the black hole at the center of the oh, media you universe got that right, right now man. And, yeah and uh, <laughs> we need to find a way to reach escape velocity at some point because this thing is just yeah oh man it's sucking everybody in and it, I think just uh, again yeah bringing it back to mindfulness just being like catching ourselves doing it I and mean, being like nope yep. mm, I'm aware that mm, I just no, talk fuck, shit about fuck it yeah get them out of
0: your mouth yeah yeah <laughs> <It's> hard, <man. laughs>
1: for sure if the struggle is real man yeah like <laughs> first uh, world problems I guess <laughs> dude, I
0: feel like 2020 is like the event horizon of a black hole. The gravity yeah. is becoming oh, yeah. so overwhelming that this is our only chance to escape. We've got to hit the thrusters, point away from the center of this thing, and and, and push as hard as we can to yeah. escape. This gravity just gonna just crush everything that it touches. You know,
1: it's it's about to get real fucked up. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I promise, kids, it is gonna get better. But guess what? Mm-hmm. It is gonna get worse before it gets better. I'm not a, a fortune teller, mm-hmm. but from how close a- attention i've been paying to this shit and you know yeah historical precedents mm-hmm. and stuff this is this is going to get bad before it gets better but then it might get really awesome like star trek future awesome <laughs> you <know>, freedom dividend <laughs> uh which is a nice uh which is a nice segue boom um i've i've this question just popped in my head earlier and i'm like i should start asking people that so freedom dividend your very first check what are you spending it on?
0: My kids. I'll probably, uh, I'll probably take them to like the, go to Chicago for the weekend and get a, an Airbnb for as cheap as possible. I'm still frugal. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm just going to blow it out of my back door, but I'd like to take my kids to like Wisconsin Dells or Chicago for the weekend, go to museums um, or go take them to like a, a concert. Cause I love music and art and you know, and Chicago is like, an art hub of, of, of stand up comedy, of music, of actual art like paint, spoken word, street performers. We love that stuff. And I love the city. That's what I would do to take them out and do that and just take them for the weekend. I'll take that. I'll literally, I'll probably spend half that money on that, just going to Chicago for the weekend. My kids, are the very first check. Because you know, I'm yeah, not starving. It's beautiful, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. I don't have any. <laughs> life or death needs like some people do in this country. You know, like I don't have to buy medications right now. I don't have medications. I'm not rationing my insulin. I just want to take care of my kids and make them happy. And that's the best avenue as a parent is to give you the resources to bring joy to your children's life. And I only got a couple years of this to do this. So time is critical for me. Um, And I think that's a great example to set. That it's is, not about
1: me. It's about my kids. That is beautiful, man. I love that answer. Super. i cool. choked up just thinking about it. <laughs> I haven't thought about what I'd do with mine, really. I mean, aside from just like paying the debt down to zero, because I did kind of fuck myself a little bit with this uh, oh. getting equipment and stuff for the show. I maxed out all my cards yeah. and shit. So aside from paying that down, I I I don't even know, man. I guess just buying well, then that, I'll pay off my better equipment. And...
0: <laughs> I still owe like twenty oh. grand in student loans. I'd still oh, I'd pay that off it take me a couple of years, but I'm still going to, I'm going to knock it down. But yeah, student loan debt's a problem.
1: Yeah. I'm, I
0: graduated 15 years ago.
1: I'm in student debt limbo because I paid off all my Genesis loans. Um, and then the, um, the college quote unquote that I went to got shut down for fraud. This was within the whole <laughs> Corinthians college uh, scandal. So this has been held up in litigation. So some uh, most agencies report that I don't owe anything and that there's no anything there. But the U.S. Department of Education still keep tracking it of it and they're uh, adding late fees, stacking up, stacking up, stacking up. So there's, uh, there's apparently thousands of dollars worth of uh, student loans that I, I I'm not obligated to repay um, so until this yeah, court thing exist. finalizes. So oh, yeah, because yeah. they're they're still in litigation. So who the fuck knows what's gonna happen there, but. I'm not paying a yeah. single fucking cent to anybody that gets shut sa- down for fraud.
0: And then I'm saving my money buying a Tesla. I'm telling you.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. It's, me it. yeah. <laughs> it's me time then. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's me time.
1: So much cool shit.
0: Hell yeah. Oh, man.
1: Well, hey, man. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you for Absolutely. Uh, coming and being part of this Humanity First series uh, thing that we're doing. Just trying to sit down with everybody in the Yang gang and let them tell their stories, uh, and get, just kind of get to know you as people. Cause like, like I've been mentioning, like that's how people got to know Andrew. They listened to long form shit. They saw him on Rogan, you know, and then, or, or breakfast club or Tim Harris or whoever. And, and it's that getting to know you thing that, that really kind of, you know what Definitely. I mean? So I, yeah. I want to do that with everybody. And I'm, I'm trying to collect a bunch of these voicemails, uh, right now because i'm also mixing those down into videos that are really really cute and really touching so uh yeah that's the big chore man i have uh i think five recordings of humanity first things this mm-hmm. week so it's uh it's been nuts uh so if any of your uh viewers forward slash listeners want to get in on that humanity first shit on the voicemail shit let them know hey i'm on this show oh yeah i'm calling
0: yeah definitely i'm gonna do a um, shout out on that and i gotta make that a, a, something i put out there to drive some traffic to your voicemail thing for your episodes. That'd be cool.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, uh, how, how can we help get in, uh, get people over to mindful skeptics? You're primarily on YouTube now, right?
0: Yeah, that's my, I'm I'm on, if you just Google mindful skeptics podcast, it'll come up with the podcast on all the apps, you know, the normal Google and, uh, uh, hell, what's that called? Apple. Yeah. I'm Uh not an Apple guy, Apple podcast. It comes up everywhere. And then of course, all the typical social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's just, that's me. And YouTube, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to keep kicking ass making some content, man. I hope everybody likes it.
1: That's I all. love it, man. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I am I am increasingly busy, but I'll always, uh, you're always at the top of my list for people to listen to and watch because you're a very cool person. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. I know you got a little, you got something else coming up here in a, in a minute there right another uh yang interview so good times man uh to many more we will uh well we're gonna do
0: it more and more i wish you lived over towards cleveland to come to these debates because we're gonna have a hell of a party
1: oh man i wish i wish Mm -hmm. i could be traveling traveling around and actually going to the events and stuff that is not feasible for me right now But that's, uh, hopefully
0: I've already, I've already taken two days off of work. It's approved. I'm getting an Airbnb with other people like Alyssa and, uh, uh, Russell with grassroots. And a couple of people are going to just get one big old Airbnb and just crash and, and, you know, just get to know each other bond, you know, like in-person bonding, giving someone a hug is different.
1: Yeah. For real. No, not just saying,
0: Hey, like giving someone an actual hug is a chemical connection. And that lasts, you know, that's what I want.
1: Yeah. Like I want to hug
0: every single YouTuber, gang ganger. I want to hug every single one of you. (laughs) I love everybody, man. There's so many good people in this, man, from such a diverse background, man. Just so many people that I would have never had the opportunity to meet and get to know. I mean, how sad is that? And how awesome is it at the same time?
1: Yeah. No, it's beautiful, man. Uh, Alyssa's coming on the show tomorrow to tell her story. Super stoked for that. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of people coming up, and uh, I'm super excited for it. But now I'm like, okay, we need to switch to voicemails because I have, like, way too many people on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's oh, overwhelming. Lots of stories it's a good to tell. But... Hmm? It's
0: a good problem they have.
1: Yeah. No, it definitely is. Too many friends is definitely a good problem. I mean, I get friend requests now, and you're like, you have 200 mutual friends. I'm like, what the f-? yeah <laughs> exactly i love it i man. maxed yeah, out yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> when i started my podcast my my facebook maxed out to the 5000 deal and i've had to purge a couple of hundred people a couple of times now wow where <clears throat> you get those stupid ones that'll be like oh hi i'm a i'm a villager in uganda can you send us some money i'm like oh for god's sakes you know so you have to just get rid of these people that are there just to try and hustle you But, Mm. yeah, ever since I started my podcast, actually, next month's my one-year anniversary. Um, Really? My podcast, yep. I've been doing it for almost a year. uh, And YouTube for about six, seven months now, maybe. I've been doing that faithfully, at least. Consistently Mm. for the past four or five months. Um, But, you know, the social media is ridiculous. And especially the Yang Gang, we are fluent in technology, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> and it comes fast and heavy, you know, which is a good thing. We we like to talk, we like to communicate, we like to share. I mean that's the whole that's the human experience, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's that's what this the show that's what the show is all about. It's about the human experience. I know for listeners out there, if you're not in the Yang Gang and you're you're grueling through these episodes. Uh, if we haven't convinced you to vote for Andrew Yang yet, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. But we are going to touch other stuff. We're going to bounce around. This, this wave is just too big not to ride right now, so please be patient. <laughs> if you're waiting for all the other cool shit that we're going to talk about, because we're, we're going to go some crazy, crazy places. And I'm actually going to record a standalone episode, I think, next, like literally yeah. this evening, in uh, just about directions for the show and all the different series that we're going to produce, because uh, it's going to be a lot of fun a lot yeah. of well,
0: whoever's listening just go to yang 2020.com all the information's there it's not like we're beholden to the information we're not the only ones that have access to it if you don't believe us just go check it out yourself man oh yeah i mean the-
1: it, he can make the case way better than we can you know we're just mm-hmm. stoked we're just stoked on him but like if you if you sat here and listened to us for an hour and you haven't given andrew yang an hour of your time go give andrew yang an hour of your time because yes yeah, uh, I'm, I'm telling you he's the, the next best one yeah ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. is nobody? We all know, we all know the mantra, man. We all know the words, but nobody can do it like Yang. Yeah, (laughs) nobody's a magical human being.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and for anybody that goes to the website, how many politicians can you look at? Look at them all. I, I I've looked at quite a few. How many people have? How many candidates have policies that will literally affect your life directly, like tomorrow affects you. Passed that the rules passed today when it goes into effect, your life is improved, not just changed because they change our lives all the time, but improved it. Yeah, that, that's what I say. There is so many things in here that he wants to help us with that we have to help him first. You know, Jerry Maguire, if you got to, you know, help me help you. I love like people, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that whole scene, I love it. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man, just go check it out. There's he's the most transparent candidate there is out there.
1: Oh, for sure. And the most real and the most human and honestly the the smartest because a lot of the other plans would have been great in like 1996. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. perfect for solving those problems, but we get, we got new we got new problems and we need uh, new solutions to this shit. And he's he seems to be the only one even thinking about it uh out loud anyway.
0: Well, not just so. think about it planning for it, getting experts together. Like his his climate change policy, he said in his addendum, I referred to this uh, lab and this professor and these people helped me make this decision to make this a policy. Like these are people that helped me make this. I'm not the smartest person in the world. I go to the experts. Yeah. Simple. Defer to the smartest person in the subject. Not That's Trump. what's going to make him <laughs> a fucking
1: powerhouse president right. because and people people say, oh, well, he doesn't have any experience in foreign policy. I'm like, you know what? He's damn smart enough to put the right mm-hmm. people in place who do. He's going to get the smartest fucking people on earth. I bet you that. Yeah. Guarantee that. That's sure. how it works. You know, he plays to like he wants all the best ideas on the table. Mm-hmm. You well, know, so he's like not the, stupid. If
0: you're, yeah. It's like if you're a coach of a, of a baseball team, the coach is the face, but the nuts and bolts is the pitching coach the catching coach, the, the defensive coach, the offense, the batting coach. You know, those are the nuts and bolts of an organization that makes it tip top. Like uh, let's say the San Antonio Spurs, uh, the the New England Patriots, which I can't stand. They have the best of the best at all positions. The the head coach is one just is like the general. He's he's the quarterback of the team saying this is what we're gonna do and I'm gonna put the best people in there. A Yang I'm gonna do an episode called who do we think Yang's uh, department heads are going to be?
1: Oh yeah. I've been thinking Who's the about best that the best too. Who's it, what's his cabinet going to look like? Yeah. Right. That's
0: going to be a I great cabinet. I love this idea. Yeah. Absolutely. hmm <laughs> <laughs> We can go on all night about this stuff. And trust I know.
1: You. I can't wait. I know you got another uh, session <laughs> coming <laughs> okay. up here, but thank you again for coming on and hanging out with me for a bit. I'm sure we will talk soon, man. Absolutely. Yang gang. We're all, it's all, we we're, every day see each other oh Mm hey man but i'm gonna see you on the street i'm giving you a big
0: old hug i'm not gonna ask for permission either just so you know
1: nope nope (laughs) you got it brother
0: i might even twirl your ass you never know
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't i'm a little guy so you probably could
0: (laughs) yeah i think i'm a little thicker that's about it
1: (laughs) oh man love talking to you take care (laughs) gang gang Hey, so we didn't get enough voicemails together to do a full voicemail blast, but that means that is an opportunity for you, the listener, to give us a call and share your Andrew Yang story. It's a voicemail-only line. Take as many tries as you want. Call 602-456-2253. Let us know your name, where you're at, and why you're pumped for Andrew's campaign. We will mix those down into the show, add some music, spin it off into a YouTube thing. It's very cute. So we want to get you guys in on that. Uh, If you've seen those, uh, go share them around. Get some some more people in on this. I feel like having as many different voices as possible is going to make this super fun. And uh, if you haven't seen that or know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the other Humanity First episodes that uh, we've done. One and two. uh, I don't think three got them either. We don't have enough, man. That's why we need some. Anyway, I'm going to call it here. But you guys take care. And uh, we hope to hear from you very soon. Our website is mindwave.media. Give us a follow on Twitter at mindwave podcast. Uh, make sure to go and follow Boyce over at the Mindful Skeptics podcast. He's a great guy. Uh, we've made some updates to the website recently. We have a book club now, which is fun. Uh, so get in on that. Our schedule page is there with our calendar uh, availability and times. If you want to come on the show. Of course, we love, love, love the voicemails. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, 602-456-2253, and we'll put it on the show, maybe, probably, strong probably. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, questions, comments, anything like that, mindwavepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to get in on the discussion, join our Facebook group. If you search for Mindwave Podcast on Facebook, you'll find the page and the group is linked right at the top. So come join us, come hang out. We're having a whole lot of fun and uh, lots of cool shit coming. Thank you for listening to this episode and we will talk to you soon. Oh, and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I know everybody says that, but we say it for a reason. It's super important. (laughs) Mindwave is produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2019.